Welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrea Collins, and yeah, I'm pretty into mindful living. I mean, mostly. This show is about balance. It's a wellness show, but an honest one. I need to tell you something. I was walking down the street two days ago, and a bird flew into my face. Into my face. Now, here's the thing. I have an insecurity um, that I have a big face. (laughs) Yeah. Ever since this jerk I dated when I was 19 told me when we were in a fight that my face was like disproportionate to the size of my body and my body wasn't all that small. So I have a giant face and then a bird flies into it. You know what? And side note, this guy was such a jerk. Remember when you think back to the guys you dated and you're you're like, why? He cheated on me and I took him back so I could go on a free trip to Mexico with him and his family. (laughs) No dignity, just no self-worth. So what he left with me was the giant face complex. And then a bird flies into it two days ago, which a friend asked me, was it a pigeon? Was it a large, slow bird? No, it was a sparrow. And she was like, oh, they're usually pretty nimble and can, can maneuver around quite a few things. That's your face eclipsed its flight path. Yes. <laughs> you really want to hear the word eclipsed when it comes to your face. So the other thing that's weird about that, though, and this is where, you know, this mindful, mostly balance comes in, is that birds and feathers are what I usually ask for when it comes to a sign from the universe. I hadn't particularly asked for a sign that day, but can you imagine if I had how literally in your face that sign would have been? By the way, if you haven't listened to the episode, How to Hear What the Universe is Telling You, make sure you go back and listen. It's a few episodes ago, and it is still there for you. It's going to blow your mind. All that to say, this is perfect timing for the guest we have on Mindful Mostly today. It is my friend, Meredith Shaw, and she is going to tell us the three things you need to do now to feel sexy as hell. And these are the things that, like, it's not gimmicky. It's not, like, everything you've heard before. She is literally the authority when it comes to body confidence, and I'm so glad she's going to be on the show to give us that extra pep in our sexy-ass step today. But first, I got to thank you guys for listening to the show. Honestly, um, it's been life-changing for me, and I hope for you, too. Mindful Mostly is supposed to be that real girl tool helping you transform your life in a sort of mindful way. Mindful is a buzzword these days, but I think it's a handy word because it comes, it makes sense in every aspect of your life. You can be more mindful when it comes to confidence like we're talking about today, in your work, in your routines, your relationships with others and yourself, whatever it may be. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if you haven't joined the community on Instagram yet, please do so at Mindful Mostly. And subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. That is like la creme de la creme and can really help this podcast grow to even more people. 
Plus, we got a book giveaway for all those reviewers. So make sure you stick around to the end of the show. Going to be giving away the Crystal Muse Book of the Week. But first, it is time for the Soul Nugget. And it is this. There's two, actually. Remain humble, but still let those bitches know. And also this gem. Trust the next chapter, because you are the author. Yes, write that. Meredith Shaw is here. She is the curvy style authority. In fact, no matter what body you have, if you want to start feeling confidence, more of it, Right now, today, without having to lose that 10 pounds or get that perfect routine going, this is the show you got to listen to. She's also a broadcaster, a beautiful model. In fact, she's all beautifully done up right now because she just (laughs) came from something. And hello. Hello. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, my gosh. How fun is this? I love this podcast. This was just like we ran into each other and it was like, Meredith, you have to come on the show. You're like, okay, great. I'm like, you have to come on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like today. Like, let's just go down the hall and do it. So here we are. Because I think it's coming to that time of year where we're all starting to think about like, uh uh-oh, what did I do to my body over the winter? You're not feeling is comfortable in your own skin because you're like pale and you just don't feel sexy. 100%. We've been hibernating. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Big time. And so you're going to tell us how to fall in love with your body right now and really get that power back when it comes to loving your style. For sure. I mean, I really feel like style is power. It's certainly played that role in my life. And when I didn't know what I was doing when it comes to style... You know, when I would open my closet and these pants that I wore, you know, two years ago would like laugh at me and judge me. (laughs) And I still cap them because, you know, maybe I'll do a juice cleanse and it'll happen. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like, no. So I, I really think it's important that when you open your closet, you're not just being taunted by all these past style moments that you really have a closet that you can wear right now. Because oftentimes if you can't get yourself dressed in the morning in a way that makes you feel together and happy and, you know, the best version of yourself, then, you know, maybe you're not going to get out the door. First of all, maybe you're going to be like, eh, Netflix, go back to bed. Mm -hmm. And if you do get out the door, maybe you're going to not meet that guy you swiped on Tinder because you just don't feel cute. And maybe he's the love of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe that job interview could have been the one. So I really feel like, you know, style gets a rap of like, oh, yeah, it's fun and fashion-y and only fashion people really need to concern themselves with it. But I really feel like it's an everyday person kind of a thing Mm -hmm. because it's powerful in your life. And if you Mm -hmm. feel good about your closet, you will feel good about your life. Mm -hmm. It's just true. You're even part of making over some people on television, right? Yes. And what, so when you do that, you revamp their closets, what kind of stuff do they, like, do they get back to you with feedback on how their life has changed afterwards? Oh, for sure. It's such an emotional experience. I mean, that's the real key is that, yes, it's, you know, style is is power, but it's just, it's so emotional for people Mm -hmm. because we hang on to so much in our clothing, right? We have so many vulnerabilities with it. Um, Sometimes we, you know, those vulnerabilities manifest in a way that we just give up. Right. Sometimes we're just like wearing oversized stuff that doesn't work or we're stuck in the past. Like we're in some sort of decade that is not Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Those jeans work for you 
you know, 18 years ago and it's just really not working for you anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sort of two camps. And definitely I feel, um, you know, after the fact, people get a little how to and then they take that knowledge and they can go shopping and do it now. You know, they can do it on their own. It doesn't take much. But once you know what you're looking for and once you really have the confidence to go own it, your closet becomes really fun every morning. That sounds good. And I think what the cool part is, especially with fashion as far as it's come in terms of technological fabrics and all that kind of stuff, is that you can feel the way you feel on the couch. Like you can feel that comfort and that style. It really, really is possible. And I also want to make a little like side note here. If you haven't tried on shapewear since you watched it on Bridget Jones, however many years ago, and that one scene that everyone remembers, like I need to wear these panties to get him to take, want to take my clothes off. But then like that he's going to see these horrible knickers or whatever she says. Terrible British accent. (laughs) Um, But I think you need to try on shapewear again. You know, like pick and choose. Like if you're going to a reunion, you're going on a date or whatever. Like I'm not saying it's every day wear some shapewear, but don't be afraid of it. Like in my model kit, you mentioned that I model. Like I've got so many different things, (laughs) like pieces and bumps and stuff and padding and shaping. And so that's what you see, these images of these Mm -hmm. women, models, whatever. We're all in the little, you know, Mm -hmm. help me out stuff. So, What tips would you give people then? To really take back that confidence. Yeah. I mean, falling in love with your body now in that confident kind of way. I think there are a few different steps um, that you can actually put into practice. And one of them, and probably the first one, and I think your listeners are already doing that by tuning in to Mindful Mostly, is that you got to become mindful of that meanie voice that mm. talks to you in your head on a constant loop that is sort of right there to be like... You're, sorry, you're wearing those pants mm-hmm. or you think you can pull off a jumpsuit like like that yeah. horrible girlfriend who is not a girlfriend. I think you need to be aware that she's there and be able to be like, OK, acknowledge and, you know, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> Basically. because chances are when you leave the house in that in that jumpsuit, people are going to be like, damn, you look so good. Damn, you look great because no one is thinking as much about your stuff as you are. No one because they're all thinking about their own stuff. <laughs> So if you just take a step in that style direction, people will be there to support you. So you got to be mindful of that voice and learn how to sort of slow down your reaction to it. Right. Because if you can just hear it and not react accordingly, you know, fine. Acknowledge the presence, but kind of move on. Also, uh, do something kind for yourself right now. I think a lot of us have goals like health goals. Great. But it's like, oh, I'm not going to buy a really good pair of jeans until I lose Mm. 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever. And what I found, totally personal experience, if you buy those jeans or have the facial or whatever you're giving yourself as a treat, you know, as the carrot dangling 20 pounds from now, five pounds from now, whatever it is for you, if you actually do that now, that kind of self-love, you'll be more motivated to make a healthier decision at lunch, to go to the gym later. It's all about kindness. I really feel like when we quote unquote fall off a health wagon or whatever, we think we have to get harsher on ourselves and Mm. sort of meaner. And I really have found in my life the opposite is true. That's when you have to be so warm and fuzzy and kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so buy those jeans now. You know, feel good about your clothes and your body right now. That will get you to your goal later. And then get moving. Fall in love with your what your body can do, not just what it looks like. Get moving. If it's a yoga class, if it's a run, whatever, hiking, walking your dog, whatever that is, if you get moving and start being like, oh, man, I used to take me, you know, 10 minutes to walk up that 
flight of whatever stairs and I can do it in seven or whatever that is. I think that's a really motivating factor. And it starts to be like, oh, my body is amazing. Yeah. And I saw some lists the other day of like things you can start doing to live your best life forever. And it included everyday movement. Not necessarily 100%. like a hardcore, you know, CrossFit class, but just like going for a long walk or yes, a jog or whatever it was. Exactly. Something manageable that you can do. But then again, reteaches that mind that your body is not just here to look a certain way and to wear clothes. It's also here to move and function. And it's an incredible temple that you should adore Mm -hmm. no matter where you are kind of on that health spectrum and then I think to find your tribe like get online get on Instagram follow some people that maybe kind of look like you in terms of your body that are getting dressed like I know I have a lot of people that follow me at Meredith Stratorano (laughs) that you know I always tag where I get stuff from and I've got a lot of women who follow me and say oh I didn't know I could shop at Le Chateau and I'm a curvy girl and you know what I mean like whatever like whatever the brands kind of follow people that you might be inspired by and you know you don't need to even really reach out to them you can just baby step kind of just follow and get inspired and find your tribe. Can you tell us a little bit more about your story because yeah if you do go to her Instagram you'll see uh, what she's up to. And it's really quite incredible. You have, I think, the only column in Canada for curvy. For it's curvy wild women. that we're still at that stage wow. in 2018. But yes, it, it currently is the only monthly style column on a, you know, every month basis dedicated completely to curve fashion. Um, and I think that's one thing in terms of Canada, the U.S., like we're a little behind there. We Canada needs to needs to up that. Um, and I certainly love being a part of that. Um, but, you know, we're looking to a lot of people in the States like the Ashley Grahams, you know, who are on the cover of Sports Illustrated. These are these are incredible feats for for curvy bodies. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, let me take that back. It's not incredible. <laughs> it's it should be. Yeah. But in the in the media landscape, you know, it, it is kind of a quote unquote incredible feat. But yeah, I mean, for me, I, I've always been a, a curvier girl, although growing up, we didn't have the term curvy. It was just like chubby. It was just like there wasn't any cute word for it. Um, luckily, you know, I was kind of funny and, and all that stuff. So I never felt kind of outcasted by it. But I definitely yeah. didn't feel like like the hottie in school. That was not my thing. Like, um, which I think is kind of OK. Like if you're listening right now and you're not the hottie in your school, like you've kind of. You I can, think you're you a can, better person. You turn out to be a better person. Yeah, you can you can peak later. Like you, you know, you can totally peak later. And I think too, not having that looks cur- currency or whatever right away, it sort of forces you to develop other things yes. like personality and humor and smarts and you know interests that kind of stuff. So I certainly um, you know grew up with a little bit of that on my shoulder. It wasn't like the most fun being that size. I definitely still remember like having to go shopping and and wanting to hide sort of my plus size style bags. Like I, I just wanted to go shopping with my girlfriends, but I mm-hmm. kind of couldn't. So I love right now that there are so many brands that are, you know, having extended sizing in the store themselves because mm-hmm. nothing makes me happier than seeing like a body diverse group of high school kids just at the mall on a Saturday all shopping. Yes. Because I used to just be able to buy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I hate, When I, oh, I was was very overweight as a child and I was in brownies um, oh, brownies, and, and yeah. well um, none of the cute little dress outfits fit me <sighs> so they had to special order me a pantsuit <laughs> a pantsuit oh, <laughs> oh, and so I hated I brownies and so I didn't go and then it like scarred me for life and those a that pant pantsuit that's more complicated than just one of those little jumpers. Dear Lord. Those things stick with you. Yikes. And, yeah, and they do. And now I think it is 
the perfect time that things like thank God for high waisted pants oh. is another thing. If you're walking around Hallelujah. wearing low waisted jeans, yeah. like you're not going to be living your best <laughs> life <laughs> ever for anyone, no matter what size. Yeah. So, um, if people want to get, if people want to follow your story and they want to read more, you have the hashtag We the Curvy. Is that right? I do. Yeah. I mean, that's the name of the column, and uh, and it's just it's something I wanted to do because I really feel it's it's an empowering statement about it, and it's also because it's all of us, right? Like we we are all, you know, on some spectrum of this. I mean, yes. very very few people are exactly like a straight size model in a magazine that's that's a very slim um, <laughs> portion of the population. And I think what's, you know, businesses are getting hip to is the more people online shop, the more they want to see bodies online in the clothes that look like them because they can't try on those jeans. But if you see the model is a bit more like a size 10 or a size 12 or whatever, you're going to like, oh, I can kind of imagine myself in that. So yes, it's about companies kind of being diverse, but it's also about dollars and cents, right? It's it's a it's a business that's working. So um, I love seeing that across the board. And yeah, I share a lot of my sort of triumphs, but also, you know, moments where stuff didn't didn't quite turn out. I mean, I was also involved in the music industry, and that was a bit of a, a harsh time for me because they liked the voice, they liked the song, didn't really like the body. So I was really, yeah, I had a, I've had a lot of that feedback kind of coming at me, and. And it, it hit me in, in big ways. You know, I, I was not well with it for a long time. Um, and so it really took me uh, deciding, and it was thanks to Oprah. Really? <laughs> it was an Oprah moment, Andrea. Oh yeah. God, what was it? Well, there was an interview with her that, that they said, um, you know, what's what's one of your regrets? And, of course, Oprah's like, I have no regrets. Like, I don't believe <laughs> in regrets, right? Uh, but she did say, then she kind of doubled back. She's like, you know, actually, I do have one. I I regret how much time I wasted in my 20s and 30s and 40s worrying about my weight, like worrying, thinking about it, going up, going down, dieting, changing this, all this stuff. Because then she said, and this was the real kicker for me, imagine what I could have done with that time. Mm. And it's Oprah. She's done a lot. And in that moment for me, it was just one of those change moments where I was like, I'm not wasting time about this anymore. Mm -hmm. If this is how my body is, this is how it's going to be. And what's what is so kind of full circle about it is once I kind of let go, that's when my body started to kind of find its groove because I had been, you know, sort of overeating and undereating and exercising and over like back and forth, back and forth. My body sort of didn't know what the heck it was because it didn't know if tomorrow I was going to not eat or the next day I was going to eat too much. Like it just had no real sense of what was going on. And once I started to just kind of be mindful, be kind, get moving, again, keep it sort of simple my body found its size and its groove. And now, like, if I want to have a bunch of pizza on Friday or something, like, I'm not waking up on Saturday morning and I look like a different person. Yeah. Like, it just sort of is part of the part of the deal. Um, and oddly, I now, you know, speak to women across the country. I'm signed in the States as a model. Like, it's wild when mm -hmm. you kind of just live in that kindness with yourself and decide to just believe you're enough. It's 
crazy. It's what happens? Crazy, right? It's really wild. On this podcast, we talk a lot about you know manifesting and believing in yourself and mm-hmm. exactly how your life changes when you do and how when you really start to put those wheels in motion in motion of uh, owning yourself and owning what you want your future to look like. Like if you can define what that is, it's incredible how it works out. It, the universe is there to meet you. I mean, as like airy fairy as that sounds, like if you are willing to to sort of to do some of that work and, and look inwards and kind of really, you know, wrestle and rumble around with some of those feelings, and then you're also prepared to work your butt off, it's wild what will what will show up to you. Because once you start that ball rolling, then other things find you. You know, like I was modeling. I was sort of one of the only ones sort of doing that in that way. And then Canadian Living was like, oh, do you want to write this thing? And then I started, you know, from modeling on the television. Then I started talking on TV again because of something I know a lot about, something I'm super passionate about, and something I'm willing to be vulnerable about, mm-hmm. which I think is, you know, no one wants to hear you talk about something that's perfect all the time. Like, nope. it's just boring. And it's not helpful because immediately our senses go up as like, this is fake. Yeah. This is fake. I don't like this person. She's selling me something. Yeah. Right. And we immediately spot it now more than ever. More than ever. We're such an intelligent consumer now across the board in terms of media. Fat. Everyone is like hip to what's up. Um, so I think even more, it's just that power of being vulnerable and not being vulnerable. I don't know if I'm going to be able to explain this, but do you know when people are vulnerable and you almost also feel like they're selling you something with yes. their vulnerability? Yes. Like, I am, here is the ugliest photo of me possible. Yes. Hashtag brave. Like, because I I'm think just that, like, what? You're also, this is just as bad as many filters. Yeah. And I think that that's become what marketers are now saying to everybody. You have to be vulnerable. So mm-hmm. people are like manufacturing a vulnerability. Exactly. You're totally right. And it's just sort of there's something about that, too, that makes me itchy. I'm just like, mm, no, I. it's OK to be asked inspirational like that's one of the things too especially with with all images in fashion but especially with these sort of curve images that are being created you know you can because so many people say to me oh but you're not like plus size I'm like yes I am yes I am like this is a plus size body and I'm cool with that like I'm size 14 I'm 5'10 this is what this looks like because I think there's been a lot of attention given to plus size as, as sort of one extreme which is great because it's like let's have everybody out there but I think it's it's still uh, even with people who support me or what I'm up to, they they have this like, yeah, but it's, you're not really. And I'm like, no, no, I am like I'm I'm proud. I'm happy. This is a, this is a great thing. So it's still a time for a lot of work to be done. Um, but it's it's definitely come like leaps and bounds. I mean, I was at New York Fashion Week just a few weeks ago and. I mean, there's so many curve models walking major runways for major designers. And it's not just, you know, for a little token of something. I mean, these girls look unbelievable oh, in the yeah. clothes. They, they, they fill out literally the clothes beautifully. Um, and so I think that's changing a lot. A lot of the, the red carpets for award shows, that's changing a lot in terms of curves on the carpet. So, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to, to have a bit of a different kind of body. I think that's nice to hear because sometimes you hear that that change is happening, but you go, is it really, though? Because yeah. I'm looking at this, you know, Versace commercial in this magazine and those people are skinny as hell. Right. So you kind of go, is there a movement happening? Because sometimes it doesn't look like it. For 
sure. And I think there are always going to be those fashion images and, you know, kind of as they should. Fashion came, you know, fashion yeah. <laughs> is, is one type of thing. And then, like we were talking about before, style in terms of every day, what we need and what we buy is maybe another thing. Um, but, I mean, I think something like I just saw Ashley Graham again. I'll, I'll, I'll name drop her one of the, if not the top curvy models and models in the world. Um, she is in a Revlon commercial. So to me, that is like, oh, we're we're not just and it's not there's nothing about her size. It's not about clothes. It's about beauty. And so I think when we start to see diversity on that level, too, that really is change. Mm -hmm. I think that, too, like guys on a dating level were so into like skinny mini chick forever. And that was like the only way. And then maybe it's that now the guys that we would be dating are are also grown men. Mm -hmm. But like they everyone's accepting of sexuality in all shapes and forms, uh, uh, being attracted to all shapes and forms. Yes. Because they're probably seen that, you know, in, for sure. in whatever they're watching. Music videos, for yes, instance, you know? totally. And I mean, I think, too, like it, we always say, it's about that confidence. And I think women yes. are now, of all shapes and sizes, and sizes, being given the opportunity to own it in a way that they didn't. And owning it is sexy. So, like, with whatever kind of style trend or whatever, it's got to fit. But you also, you know, if you can own it, I think you, you can rock it. And strangely enough, and it's sort of brings a slight tear for me to say this out loud but the real I think start of this and people are like oh I liked her until she said this <laughs> <laughs> is I mean Kardashian Kim, yeah the right. Kardashians were one of the first if you think back to when they first started like it was Paris Hilton you know like that in terms of reality stuff like she very typical model long and lean and Kim was the the curvier one right like she she was a no Kim is incredibly small. <laughs> let's let's have not. Have you seen her in real life? I've never met her in real life. Have you? No, I no. haven't. But I was just thinking she's probably one of those people that's way smaller than you yes. actually think they are. I'm sure she's a Polly Pocket person, like right. most right. really famous people are, for sure. <laughs> but there's something to be said about about that that boom boom boom. Yes. That you know, and J Lo, like these these were the originators of like shapely is maybe sexy. Yes. <laughs> and then there was the harkening back, oh, Marilyn Monroe and all that kind of stuff. But that, that, in terms of pop culture takeoff, and now people have taken that and run with it in terms of, you know, major body positive activists and fashion models. But there is something to be said about uh, about the Kardashian contribution right. to this. Yeah. You're 100%. And I was thinking that to myself. She's been posting a lot of, like, naked, naked, pretty, like, nipples blurred out but naked pictures lately. Right. And I go, like, damn. Damn. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, I her mean, waist is, like, itty she's, bitty. Yeah. She's, she's flat a, in yeah. the right places yeah. and big in the... Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> hey, speaking of... Want to go eat some Thai food next week? Definitely. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been so great having you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here. I just love that you're doing it. And I, yeah, I feel very special to be so here. So follow with you. Meredith at Meredith Shaw Toronto. Thanks for coming on, girl. Thanks for having me. Yes, love that Meredith Shaw was on the podcast today. Also, love that her and I are going to just mow down on Thai food next week. Talk about body confidence. That's balance, right? That's mindful, mostly balance right there. Uh, I think that she gave us such good advice, and I think that that falls in line with this week's challenge, which was something she mentioned about being kind to yourself. It's not nice 
when we constantly remind ourselves of how we don't fit into those pants or how our hair isn't as thick as it you whatever you know get rid of that thing that reminds you or makes you feel like you're not good enough now because having it around does nothing for you today so let's say it's that pair of pants get rid of them you know what chances are once you can fit back into them they're not going to be cool anyway throw them out give them to someone who's going to like them better and look forward rather than backwards okay get rid of that thing this week that makes you feel bad that is it let me know how it goes now we had a book challenge going on this past week it is for the book crystal muse everyday rituals to tune into the real you and if you haven't heard the episode where we talk about crystals and how to choose the right one that is the last one you can go back and listen to it but the contest was um in exchange for your reviews to someone who leaves a review and i want to mention this one she says i love mindful mostly Her approach to balance wellness lifestyle is so relatable and helps remind me that it's okay to eat chips or skip yoga. I can still be healthy. Yes, girl. It's so nice to get wellness information from someone who isn't preachy and over the top XO. That is so awesome. Thank you so much, Ainsley J. You are the book winner this week. DM me on Insta, Ainsley, because I don't have your email right here at Mindful Mostly. And until then, guys, I'll be dropping a Mostly mini-sode this Friday. So we'll talk to you when we're a bit closer to the weekend. Have a good week. 